I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today is another Author's Corner check-in where I update you on what the heck is going on behind the scenes. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea and let's catch up, starting with today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose today is that I love the coffee that we make at home. I am so excited. We've just gotten back from Portland. This is my first morning back and I was just so excited to come back home to coffee. We have our little Breville espresso machine that is small but mighty and we buy really good coffee beans and really good milk and just make ourselves the cappuccinos of our dreams almost every single day. And that brings me into our thorn, which is that we were in Portland looking for the perfect cappuccino for days and never found it, which is shocking because the last time that I was in Portland, it felt like everywhere I went, I got a perfect cappuccino. And I don't know if I have changed or if Portland has changed or if the circumstances of the world have changed such that we're just not, you know, getting the coffee that we want. But I was disappointed and I went to a lot of the places that I loved before and didn't have good coffee. It was really a real bummer. You don't need to send me Portland coffee recommendations. I guarantee you I have tried them. <laughs> I would be shocked if I had it. I'm sure that there's a coffee shop in like a little neighborhood somewhere that has an incredible coffee that I have not tried, but in general, like a lot of the main places that we were looking at, we got kind of bad coffee, which was sad, but I am glad that we have really good coffee to come home to. Thrilled about that. I honestly thought we were gonna come back spoiled and we didn't. So, you know, I think that's positive. My bud is writing chapter nine. I'm really looking forward to diving into the nine type structure and really, coming up with some creative ways to express empathy and understanding and kind of challenges to that type. So really looking forward to that. So here's what I'm working on this week. This week I am editing chapters seven and eight and we're writing chapter nine. And my goal is at the end of this week, I will be done with the type specific chapters of the book. So the main structure of the book will be like roughly written by the end of this week. That's the goal. Now, life updates, personal things. Honestly, we need to get Christmas shopping together. I've been just so focused on birthday plans for Obi and getting his stocking figured out that I've not even started Christmas presents for our kid. What my husband and I decided to do last year at Christmas is just give each other kind of fancy stockings because we got each other presents last year, but here's the thing. We have my husband's birthday, Christmas, our kiddo's birthday, and then in January is my birthday, and then we have Valentine's Day. So it's just like, so many presents kind of back to back to back. And the truth is that like my husband and I don't need that much stuff. Like we don't need that many things. We like to just kind of buy things for ourselves. I prefer experiences over like objects. And so 
yeah, we just, we just don't need that many presents. So we wanted to curate each other like these really special stockings this year. And I think we both got really excited about it and have been just kind of focusing on that. Now that those are done, we've both kind of finished each other's stockings. We need to figure out, we need to make a plan for our kid. We did ask him to make a list. He put like five things on it, like, which is awesome. Like he's not like, wanting for much, but we just need to figure it out. So we haven't even begun looking for the items he has on his list. And here's the thing. In general, I am not a procrastinator. Like I would say I'm, that is not a personality quality of mine. I don't like feeling stressed. I don't like feeling rushed. So I tend to do things pretty early on. However, there are a couple of areas in which I do procrastinate. One of those being like paperwork and taxes and like financial stuff that stresses me out. The second is Christmas presents. I'm definitely the like shopping on Christmas Eve type of person. And I can tell you from years of experience that shopping on Christmas Eve is fruitless. And so the fact that our kid had like only five items on his Christmas list means that those five items matter to him. You know, he didn't just say like everything he could think of that he could ever want. He had like five really small specific things. And so I want to make sure that he gets those very small specific things at least. So I basically need to get my life together and get started. Today's podcast is brought to you by StoryWorth. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship that we share together. And that's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their past pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. This is amazing when you think about the people in my life that I have lost, who I wish I had these words from and these pictures from and this like memory treasure trove from them. So I want to get ahead of doing this for the people who I love now, who I know won't always be here. Reading the weekly stories helps connect you with the loved ones, no matter how near or far apart you are. With StoryWorth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash egram and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash egram to save $10 on your first purchase. Thank you, StoryWorth, for supporting the podcast. Now let's talk about what I'm reading, watching, learning from this week. So this week I finally finished my challenge to read the entire bookshelf in our home and I've purchased my first new book this year. Thank you, thank you. I really wanted to do something light and easy and entertaining so I purchased A Court of Thorn and Roses. I have read and heard extremely mixed reviews. Some people 
hate this book. They think it's terrible. Other people say this was such a fun read. Either way, I know it's going to give me what I'm looking for, which is that like deep escape, a uh, fast and easy read, something that, that like sweeps me away into a whole other world. So that I'm really excited about. I was really on the search for something like Hunger Games or Twilight or just something that like maybe is objectively like not a good book, but is a fun read. I can't tell you, I'm not that deep into Court of Thorn and Roses to tell you if it is a good book or not. I will say some people think it's a great book. Some people think it's a terrible book. Either way, I know it's the right book for me right now. What I'm watching, honestly, we're still watching Star Trek. My husband and I have a long list of shows that we want to watch together, but we just keep watching Star Trek The Next Generation. It is so calming for some reason. It feels kind of Christmassy. I don't know why. I think it's just kind of like the calm, slow vibe of it or something, but it just feels like the right thing to be watching right now. My small joy from this week, I have two. So the first one is that we went to breakfast at a place called Kingsland in Portland, and we ordered a full English breakfast because we've both always wanted to try one, and it did not disappoint. We were both just kind of like overjoyed at the experience, and the food was so good. It was just the perfect small joy. The second, you guys, oh, this one was such, this is a big joy for me, honestly. We went to Powell's Books, which if you haven't heard of it, Powell's is like this giant bookstore in Portland. It takes up like a whole city block. It's like multiple levels. And while we were there, I was like, oh, what if they have my book here? Like, I'll go see if they have my book. And here's the thing. I did not expect them to have it. I just haven't really even looked for my book in a bookstore yet. I launched it during the pandemic. And so there was just never like a time for me to do that. And most people were ordering books online at the time it came out. So I haven't even been looking. And so I was like, maybe they'll have it, but I doubt it. Then I went to the kind of area I thought it might be. I didn't see it. And I was like, well, I'll just check the computer. And I looked on the computer and they had it, which was enough, right? I was so happy about that. But then you guys, I like went to find it and it wasn't just like one book tucked away in some corner next to like, you know, a bunch of other books. It was like prominent. It had like, it's, it was like on an end cap. It was facing outward. There were a ton of copies. And it just felt like, oh, it's not just here. It's like they expect people to buy it, <laughs> which you guys, like I can see, I know it's selling, like I can see the sales numbers, you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel real. Like launching during a time where no one was going to bookstores, where I wasn't meeting a bunch of people who were buying the book, it just still feels a little bit unreal, if that makes sense. So I got to sign a couple of books and they put like a little autograph sticker on it. And then we went back on the last day and we could tell that like most of those had already sold. So that was also really cool. It just, I don't know, like this is definitely a big joy, but it was the biggest joy. Over the moon, doesn't feel real, can't believe that's my life. Now, when I'm learning, I am learning that I have always 
thought that life was about work and that that's where my joy should be found. My husband and I were laughing this morning because we were talking about Star Trek and we were like, how I like, we did not expect me to like this show that much. And I was like, honestly, I think what I like about it is that it, everyone just like loves their job. And my husband was like, yeah. And like their life is their job. And I was like, oh no. Like, that is it. Like, that's why it's so soothing to me is that I find work so soothing. I just love to work. I've always loved every job I've ever had. Like, I just enjoy where I find work fun. And I've often thought that, like, that's where all of my joy should come from. So when I think about what I'm learning right now, I'm really learning to let my work support my life and for my life to be my source of happiness rather than the other way around. Not that my job isn't a source of joy for me. It just doesn't have to be the source of joy for me. You know what I mean? So now a couple of process updates, things to know about where we're at in terms of the writing process, all of that. The first thing is that I realized that I was way overthinking the visuals of the book. I had been just really stressed out about it. But honestly, Obi and I went through Pals, and while we were there, we looked at a ton of books, and I just kind of pointed out all the ones that I thought were beautiful, and they were all really simple and classic. So I think it's going to just be pretty simple, and I think that I was so stressed about it, and it was actually not complicated like at all when we really got into it. Additionally, I am starting chapter nine this week like we talked about earlier and I'm planning to complete it this week. I'll finish editing chapter seven and eight and once those are done, the main focus of the book is done. So I can really go into the introduction to the book, the conclusion of the book, and then really get into laying it out visually. So we are in the home stretch. I did take the week off of writing and I'm concerned about being out of practice. Like, am I gonna just be able to turn it on at will? But I'm honestly pretty confident that just some stillness and some meditation will help me to get back into the swing of things. So that's where we are right now, both personally and professionally. Also, Y'all, a friendly reminder that if you enjoy the behind the scenes episodes and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you may be interested in that because I am vlogging every single day right now. So I've vlogged every day that we were in Portland. I'm vlogging today, you know, I'll vlog tomorrow. I'm really sharing like every single day of my life until Christmas. So if that's something that interests you, that is there. It's Sarah Jane Case on YouTube. And I can't wait to check back in with you next week as always. It's an absolute joy to keep in touch with you this way. And I will see ya tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.